0: basically been looking at um, two types of love. We, we've looked at uh, brotherly love of Philadelphia and we have looked at agape are uh, basically God's love. And uh, anytime you talk about God's love, you you have to be honest with yourself and recognize that you're not Loving in the manner you need to love when it comes to doing it the way God said to do it. For instance, God told his disciples, if you love me, keep my commandments. And we strive to do what's right. I know I do. I strive to do what's right. But how many come short? So that means that we need to make it a habit to to strive to perfect what God told us to do. If he wants us to love one another, we have to become habitual in treating brothers and sisters right. Even when... On certain days, they are not lovable. You, you ever had a day where you you were not the best person to be around? Just by a show of hands, you know that that little that little attitude for lack of words, that stank attitude. You, you know what I'm talking about? And so somebody that didn't have real love probably would have cursed you out or said something they had no business saying. Yeah, you church folks don't curse. Yes, they do. Now, I don't curse, but I believe that there are some of us in here that probably have, have cursed somebody out. Y'all want me to finish it? This week. This month. Now if you in truth curse somebody out this week or this month, you show no need to work on your love. You need to work on your love. And when it comes to the text is is talking about God's love or agape. And when you consider Agape just in the general sense is is talking in reference to showing charity, being an aid or help to someone, being generous or kind to someone. But you just can't leave it at that when you consider uh the nature of the text, because it also says to us Indirectly, that we don't need to be selfish when it comes to our love. I cannot be selfish. I, I, I can't be to the point to where I'm only going to be kind to you if you're kind to me. That's not God's love because God looked beyond our faults and he saw our needs. And some of us, if you were like me, you had a, you you didn't have just a list of faults. You had chapters of faults. You could have wrote a book about all of the faults in your life. You could have wrote a second book about how many folk you had stabbed in the back or you had did wrong. See, now some of y'all quiet because you don't want folks to know your past and I understand you're not wanting to reveal your past but just for the sake of just being real this morning how many you could have wrote books about the mess you were in about the mess you did look hold that hand up for a minute some some of you did this right here. you said <laughs> you got to be real about it and so you you can't be selfish Because even sinners can be kind to folk that are kind to them. Am I right? But you have to be good to folk that don't treat you right. That folks that have a real problem with you, you still have to be good to folk like that. So you cannot be selfish. But but flipping that, you cannot be stupid. You can't be stupid when it comes to love. You can't just think because somebody is treating you good and right uh, that that person is automatically being sincere, especially when the person is treating you a certain way after asking you to do a particular thing for them. Or the person knows you have something that he or she wants, and they know well the way to get it is to treat them good. Some of the women know about that. How many have ever been hurt by somebody that that treated you good, but they were after something you had? And why would you single out women? Because women seem to be the most vulnerable when it comes to that. That you would think that if somebody smiles at you, that 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 means that they have good intentions. Now you probably don't think that way now, but let's just go back. A, a smile could get you in the past. See, you you don't got hard now because you don't been hurt so many times. But but back in the day, all he had to do was smile and don't let him wink. Oh God, he messes around and wink. You just oh me. Yeah, you, girl. He just winked at me, and that was enough. Yeah, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. That's when you like you you playing hard right now, like. And so you can't be stupid when it comes to love. You can't be stupid. Especially when you recognize that love is connected to God. So so you have to discern whether a person is real when it comes to their love. So you won't play the fool. (laughs) Because some of us have been duped time and time again. Am I talking right? Somebody has acted as if they were real when when it came to you showing them love or giving them a particular thing. And five minutes after you gave them a particular thing, they acted as if they didn't even know you. Matter of fact, some, some even talked about tricking you out of what they got from you. Am I still telling the truth? And, and so i can't be I can't be stupid. I have to be sincere when it comes to love. I have to be genuine. I have to be real when it comes to love and and sometimes that means telling you off when you're trying to get over on me. Sometimes, shy sister, that means coming out of your shell and just telling the brother, you need to get your act together before you step up to me. Have to be sincere when it comes to love. Again, because love... From an agape standpoint is connected to God. It's connected to your character as a Christian. And so you, you have to understand again that when it comes to it, you can't be selfish. You can't be stupid. Uh, you have to be sincere. Gotta be real about love. I, I can't act as if Like all of her ways, I've just got to be real about stuff that I don't like about her because it's not lining up with the Word of God. And if I'm real with her, maybe she'll see it or God will reveal it to her so she can straighten herself out. Because love in one sense will send forth a heart a hard word that will cause you to look at yourself. People call it tough love. When I just tell you the naked truth. And you have to take inventory, have to take a look at yourself and change or adjust what needs to be changed. Are you with me so far? Because you don't want to be a hypocrite when it comes to love. You don't want to be a phony, pseudo, a pretender. When it comes to loving a brother, a sister, you want to be genuine. You want to be real with that person. Because all of us at one time or another have have been in the company of a pretender. Somebody that was two-faced. Yeah, you've not been around somebody that was two-faced. Try to see what they can get out of you in order to take it somewhere else. Even to the point they may try to start something between you and somebody else just two-faced. Then you, then you have folks that, that, uh, when they're in your face act as if they're with you. But when they're not around you, talk about you as old saying go like a dog. call you everything but a child of God. Now, I'm wondering right now why some of y'all are quiet. I said, I'm wondering right now why some of y'all are quiet. And I kind of know because because this is stepping on somebody's toes. And ain't no need of you getting nervous and staying quiet because before it's over, it's going to step on every toe in here. Including the messenger. Because as I stated earlier, when it comes to God's love, all of us have room for improvement. Matter of fact, just go ahead and look at somebody and say, don't, don't be talking about he talking about somebody else. Just take out your own mirror. Take out your mirror. with your cool self. (laughs) With your good looking self. Now, notice what Paul says here in Romans 12 and 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. He basically reveals to us that we have the capacity or ability to love right. I just can't love her. To, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Look at the text again. Let love be without. That means you have the ability to love folk Right. I can't be around her because I can't love her. Yes, you can. Now, it's going to take something. It's going to take you denying yourself, taking up your cross, but you can do it. It's going to take you humbling yourself or, or even clothing yourself in humility, but you have the ability to love your sisters and your brothers right. Yeah, I know he did you wrong as 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 wrong can get. He was wrong. He had no business doing it. But you cannot let what he did stop you from loving him. If you're going to heaven, you got to love folk. And God will allow somebody to stab you in the back to see if they have power enough to make you not do the right thing. They have that much influence over you. See, see, I done learned... If you do me wrong, I can, I can love you and not have to deal with you, but to a certain degree. Yeah, you stab me in the back, but it, but it ain't going to happen no more, because I know how to deal with you, but I'm still going to love you. I done made up in my mind, I ain't going to let nobody take me to hell. See, some of us, you, you're not down yet. You'll get mad at somebody and curse them out and because you, you ain't made up in your mind. You ain't going to let folk take you to hell. But I ain't let nobody take me to hell because I ain't loving the way God told me to love them. Whatever the person does, God is bigger. His command is bigger. And it's tough sometimes. You be ready to fight. You be ready to pull out your knife. You be ready to go and get your 9 or your 45. I done been there. This is a true story. This is a true story. I got so mad one time at a person to where I I was a Christian too. I was a babe, but Lord, I was mad. Man, I, I had uh this old Ford Granada. And uh man I I rode back to the house. I went in that house, I left the door of the car open and I ran in the house, I had this old double barrel shotgun. <laughs> and uh I grabbed the shotgun and I put the little The little 12-gauge shells in there, slammed it. And then when I was just running and just slammed it, and then getting ready to get in the car, the handle of the gun fell off. (laughs) But I was on my way to do a killing. (laughs) Now, Now get this. I was on my way to shoot. A brother in the church. You still love of your past? Yeah. Man, I got in that granada. The tires were bald. I tried to squeal, take it off. You're not trying to burn a little rubber. And I done got in there, boy, dropped it in low, pulled off, and said, "Screw." Guess where I was going to shoot him at? The church. Yeah, church. Church. Got to the church. He had left. But another brother was there. And I done got out with the look going, looking around for him, seeing his car wasn't there. But I'm going to act like I was going to do something. And so the brother said, man, what, what are you doing? I was going to shoot him. And guess what I was going to shoot him for? He told me he was gonna pay me my twenty-five dollars. Back then, man, I was desperate for money. On that particular day, didn't do it. So a, so a killing was gonna take place about twenty five dollars. Y'all still love you, pastor? I never forget this brother this brother told me he said he said uh so you gonna go to jail for shooting somebody that do everybody in the church, and you're gonna stay in jail, and if you don't get that hate out of your heart, if you die in jail, you're gonna buzz hell wide open. And that's exactly how he said it. That's exactly how he said it. And uh, I said, well, I ain't thought about it like that. And he said, well, that's what's going to happen. He said, you got to love him anyhow. I said, man, ain't no way I'm going to love him. As a matter of fact, that that second time he done did it. He said, man, he done did that. There ain't no telling how many folk in the church. I said, that's just him. You just knew you just to the church. And see, I didn't have all that street out of me at the time. Matter of fact, I didn't have the Holy Ghost at the time, to be honest with you. And um, but when he explained to me that what I was doing could actually cause me to be in jail and then if I don't get that hate out of my heart go to hell. That changed everything. <laughs> that changed that changed everything. Now for a lot what what I did for a long time, after I had gotten rid of the little the little shotgun, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even buy a gun. Because I, I, I knew I wasn't ready for a gun at that time until I got my act together. Now to this day, I ain't got that twenty five dollar. <laughs> to this day, to this day I ain't got that twenty five dollars. I'm just gonna be honest with you. And when I see him, I say, Hey, and I don't mention the twenty five dollars. Cause, cause I done got bigger than that. I'm bigger than that now. And again, I I can talk to him, and I ain't got I ain't got no gun. I mean, I got I got guns now, but I don't I don't. It's not like that no more. You you understand what I'm saying? But you have to be to the point to where as a child of God you recognize you have the capacity to overcome something horrendous somebody can do you bad but you can still overcome whatever took place yeah you can overcome it but you cannot be the hypocrite when it comes to love you don't need to play with love because love is real. Matter of fact, I say to your neighbor, love real. Love real. And it's nothing, it's nothing to play with. And man, that that was that was probably my greatest lesson about love. And 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 one of the things that I'm thankful for is that the only one that was at the church that day is that is that brother that was there. He was the only one there. Because if, if it would have been some mofo and if Facebook would have been out back then, good. God, God of my, Woo! If we had social media back then, I it would have been. Look, that, this is the car that he jumped out of. This is the gun that he was... And so I had to learn to love folk even when they hurt me. Because see, when you mad at one person and just treat them like a dog, so to speak, but then you smiling in somebody else's face, you're a hypocrite. When it comes to love, you're playing with love. And they ain't going to talk about, it. you say, get up, giving honor to God, who's the head of my life, the church, and you know, just sit down. Because you ain't real with your love. Work on yourself. And don't be, oh God, make my love change. No, you have been given the ability to do it yourself. He done already equipped you with what it takes for you to love everybody. Even though it, it's painful to love some folk. Don't you look at me like that. Yes it is. It takes something to love certain folk. It takes something. A man who, who, done, who done did you wrong. And act like he don't want to apologize. But then God said, you got to love him. It's it's painful to love somebody like that. Treat somebody like that right. But you have to do it, child of God. But don't be no hypocrite. Oh, I, I know you did me wrong, but give me a hug. No, I ain't going to hug you. But look, God bless you. That's Now, I don't want to shake hands. God bless you. Maybe one day a handshake. Maybe some years from now a hug. But right now, God bless you. But I'm loving you even though I'm not loving you to the fullest extent. I'm still showing you love. Y'all understand what I'm talking about? Not losing anybody. You cannot be the hypocrite when it comes to love. You have to treat folk right. You gotta be right when it comes to dealing with people. No matter what you go through. Cause in this life, you're going to be hurt. You're going to be talked about. Your name is going to be scandalized, but you still have to manifest the love of God. You still have to show folks that you care. About them. Yeah. Because sometimes it's hard to love folk that you know you're supposed to love. I said it's hard to love folks you know you're supposed to love. Y'all see that silence just go all over the church. You ever had a hard time tr- trying to love your, your spouse? To the point where I wish she would. I wish she would. See, now stuff going on in your mind. Of course, you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever said out of your mouth about somebody that you're supposed to love? he make me sick. God, I can't stand her. Say to your neighbor, you're being a hypocrite. I got to move on. I got to move on to my clothes, but 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 just just ask somebody for me if you don't mind. Have your toe been touched yet? Have your toe been touched yet? Look, look at what Paul says. Look, look at the text. I'm gonna read it again. Romans 12 and 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. It means to detest it to the point to where you stay away from it. You stay away from it. If, if you know your kinfolk, or about a whole lot of foolishness. Stay away from it. Because you ain't got time to be hanging with folk that are devilish. Peter got to talking like the devil and Jesus himself said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. You suffer not the things that be of God. Bottom line, Peter was not acting like a child of God. And, and you can be born again, but, but you can act like the devil from time to time. I said, you can act like the devil from time to time get to say boy them church folk get on my nerve them be your brothers and sisters and you acting like the devil boy them church folk they something else you talking about your own brothers and sisters in and the Lord and, and, and as you saying stuff like that you in the wrong <laughs> abhor that which Evil. Don't even like to be around it. No matter who it's coming from. Walk off from folk. If they get to talking a whole lot of foolishness. Just walk away from it. Let them know. Look, I I, I don't I don't want to hear that. But suppose it's my best friend, so suppose it's my spouse, so. Suppose is is an elderly person so and whoever you say so does not matter who it is you abhor that which is evil. I, I told a person, I said, uh I said, Now you talk about you love God, why you keep hanging around those folk that you know deal with drugs. God be blessing you and the next thing you know, you're going back fooling with drugs. God be blessing you and the next thing you know, you're going back to that alcohol. God blessing you and your children, your children happy, and then you mess around and get another snake in the grass. What is a snake in the grass? A man you don't need. He won't work. Won't bathe much. And you let him sleep in the bed with you. This love thing something else. Then when folk try to tell you that you need to get away from him. Because he ain't doing nothing but dragging you through the mud. Taking you down. He do love me. Do he work? No. Is he trying to do right? No. Where you get he love you from? You just like particular things that he do. But you have to abhor that which is is evil. You gotta hate evil. Matter of fact, just 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 uh answer this. Who hates the devil? Some of y'all even scared to put up you don't hate the devil. Well I ain't supposed to hate no you you supposed you got a right to hate the devil and demons. You gotta you gotta hate the ways of people that are devilish, evil, and so forth. You love the person, but you hate their ways. You understand it? And, and the final thing he says here in um, Romans 12 and 9, you have to cleave or cling to that which is good. Good. Now, the primary thing that's good is God. Or the primary person that's good is God. You got to cling to God. And, and sometimes you, you have to cling to God when evil looks better than God. Have evil ever looked better than God to you? I'm not talking to the deep folks. I'm talking to real folk that have real trials, real temptations, and so forth. Can you identify? Yeah. Here God is saying, trust me. But here evil is saying, enjoy And sometimes what evil is said in joy looks so, so good. That, that, that's reading I'm telling you. You need to get out of your mind that the devil is an ugly, is an ugly individual. And that what the, what the devil has is ugly. That, that's not the case. The one angel that's talked about as being beautiful in the Bible is Lucifer or Satan. And that's the reason when the choice comes between God and evil, you have to be determined to choose God. Because the devil is always going to present something to you that's going to cause your flesh to crave what you're looking at or what your eyes are beholding. And see, that that's, that's the reason you have to stay away from certain things. Because if you hang around certain things, you're going to indulge sooner or later. Well, I'm strong. I got the Holy Ghost. Great is he that is on the inside of me than he that is in the world. Yeah, but if you get to hanging around that evil thing that looks so, so good... You can call yourself Holy Ghost headquarters, but you going to fall when all is said and done. Jesus even went so far as to say, no person is above temptation. That's the reason you don't play with certain things. You know, and, and folks be trying to justify. I was only just over there to see how my boys was doing. Look, but them cats was over there doing this, that, and the other. You you can't hang around that and not be tempted by it. When I go to the club, it's the witness. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, whoa. You go. You go to the strip club. The witness. You, hey, here go a dollar. You know Jesus? No, you ain't in the club. To witness. You didn't no club to witness. And if you went there with the intent. To witness. If you hang on that stool. Long enough. And look at that stuff. Long enough. Give me a bill. You got any vodka back now? Give me a vodka and buy that much orange juice. Why? You don't play with evil. You don't play with it. You stay away from it. Just like if, if you know it's a person that you used to buy dope from. And they say, hey, come here for a minute. Hey, I ain't got time. I got to go. Why? You don't go to that evil. You don't give no praise to the enemy you stay away from certain things again because no man is above cling to what is good that mean come to church don't don't allow a mean church person to keep you from coming to church and don't go to a soft church Don't go to a church that's gonna tell you, look, you do whatever you wanna do. You live whatever, you live whatever way you wanna live. God understand that is a messenger of Satan. God has certain principles that he wants his children to abide by that's the reason he said through john be ye holy because i am holy and touch not the unclean thing and i will be your god and you will be my people are you listening good because i'm done let's give the lord a big hand of praise thank you for listening to the a place of refuge productive living podcast with bishop barry d walker Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.